0: Hello and welcome to the Three Keys with Diakri. Today, we have Sherry, and Sherry, tell us about yourself.
1: Okay,
2: well, I own a online business management company, which provides digital marketing services and generalized virtual assistant services for business owners, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, pretty much anyone who has any kind of digital presence online.
0: Wow, that's a lot. How did you get into that?
2: Well, uh, several years ago, Uh I decided I wanted to try to work from home uh, because I had been in the corporate world, and I did some social media and things like that for Uh several companies. Uh Um, My boss actually owned three completely unrelated companies in one building, and I was a little bit of a project manager and social media manager at the same time, so I wore a lot Uh of hats. Yeah. And I decided to have a family and uh, I was pregnant with my second daughter and realized I wanted to be able to stay home with my kids, but I still enjoyed working and bringing in income. So mm-hmm. I started researching different ways to start a business online. And I came across uh, virtual assisting. Mm-hmm. So I started out as a virtual assistant with one client, working five hours a week, and I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> Little did I know uh, the opportunity in that and how much yeah. more I would learn and grow and expand in the future. So that's kind of how I got started. It was just some Google searches and figuring things out as I went along.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow, that's, that's very encouraging because lots of people don't actually have that courage to even go out and say, hey, what can I do instead of being stuck at a job right
2: <laughs> right i just i really wanted freedom and time yeah. and i knew that if i went out and got another job i wasn't i wasn't going to have that and i just kind of wanted to design my career around my lifestyle rather than the other way around
0: that's right that's right that's awesome that's really cool so how long have you been doing this
2: uh since 2015 so almost four years now wow in, it'll be four years wow wow
0: yep. That's really cool. That's really cool. So what are the three things that made you successful?
2: Oh, wow. I would say number one is I I love to learn. So continual wow. learning. I read a ton of nonfiction books. Uh, I take a lot of courses mm-hmm. and I feel like I can never get enough. And the more I learn, the more I realize I I don't know what I thought I did. <laughs> you know, it's like the, the more you know, the more you realize the less you know. That's right. Kind of one of those things. So I've always been like that. I've always really liked to research and dig in and find the best ways of doing something. Mm-hmm. And I feel like nowadays that's accessible to anyone with the internet. I mean, you can really teach yourself anything you need to know if you yeah. really
1: want. Yeah. So
2: I would say that would be number one. Okay. Uh, number two, I, I think it's mindset. I know when I first started, I was kind of scared. Um, I know a lot of people who maybe have a really good secure job, want to start doing something on their own and start uh, a business on their own, but they're afraid mm. of leaving that security behind. But what I found is, when you take personal responsibility for Mm -hmm. your own life and all of a sudden you're responsible for your income, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: really limitless as far as, you know, how much time do you want to put in? How, how much do you want to learn? I actually found it more freeing to be responsible for paying myself and finding clients than hoping that I was at a job and didn't get laid off or didn't get fired or something. So I feel like, mindset and not being afraid to fail is really key to being successful especially in the long term
1: Mm. that's awesome
2: another thing i think and this is going to go against the grain of what a lot of people say okay uh, and people argue with me about this (laughs) i'm sticking with it
1: yeah
2: um everyone says to niche down find your niche or niche whatever however you want to pronounce it yeah yeah and I didn't do that. I decided I would be more of a generalist mainly because I like to learn so much and I didn't want to, I didn't want to get boxed in and I didn't want things to get monotonous. So
1: mm-hmm.
2: I didn't do that. I really didn't uh, exclude certain clients or only put myself in one industry. And I f- actually found that to be uh, quite uh just more, I feel like I'm more resourceful because of it. Um, I'm learning a lot more about different industries that I never would have even considered possibly working with before and I'm enjoying it. Mm -hmm. So what I can do with that is I can take some of the similarities between all of the different industries and find, you know, where do they all connect and how can I serve all of these people with the skills that I have in various industries? So I, I would say it's not the end of the world if you don't pick a niche. And a lot of people think that it will be, but I've found success through that's not doing that. And cool. I really
1: enjoy it that
2: way. But I guess that's, that might be a personality thing. So
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. I really like that. Let's dig deeper a little bit about that. Let's, let's okay. talk about continual learning. How do you, do you have a plan for that or how do you go about that?
1: Well,
2: yes, kind of. <laughs> um, I set aside about, about an hour every day to read. Um, and I read fairly quickly. And I'd really try to pick things that I don't know a lot about or things mm-hmm. that I actually shy away from.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: so I know that if I don't feel like learning something specific, there's a reason why. And that's probably exactly what I need to learn.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: So. I try to challenge myself and read different kinds of, whether it's um, personal development or marketing books or uh, biographies from people who have been successful in the past.
1: Mm-hmm. I,
2: I think that's really important to do. So I usually end up reading five or six books a month. Um, and I've done that for years now. And I think that's, that's key. I also, I also take courses. Um, mm-hmm. I do try, especially when I started out, I did try to find everything I could on my own for free, but I found as time went on that my time was more valuable than money. And if I really wanted to succeed, I really needed to just pay the money for someone who already did it and Mm -hmm. would take me step by step through what I needed to know. And it saved me a ton of time and it was well worth the cost. So I'm definitely a big proponent of taking courses as well.
0: What kind of courses do you take?
2: Oh gosh. Project management courses. I did a lot of that at the beginning because I realized I didn't have good systems in place. Mm -hmm. Now that's kind of really what I do for my clients is I try to make every single process in their business as efficient
1: as possible.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, And I've taken some social media courses Mm
1: -hmm. and
2: Facebook ad courses and uh, how to create courses. So I I took a course (laughs) on how to create a course which was, which was great. Um, that, that was really helpful. Yeah.
0: So,
2: yeah. Those are the ones that come off the top of my mind okay. that I can think of.
0: But. Cool. That's awesome. That's very good. Um, so what about mindset? Mindset is huge when yes. you're, when you're working by yourself, how do you, how do you go about that? How do you, like what do you do?
1: Well,
2: you know, I think a lot of my mindset comes mm-hmm. from, um, reading a lot and just having faith that things will work out. Mm-hmm. Um, every single time that I have had what most would consider a failure, mm-hmm. um, I just know that I need to take the lessons learned from that and apply it and change things. You know, rather than getting all down about, well, they didn't work out like I expected and mm-hmm. throwing in the towel and quitting, mm-hmm. I realize, okay, let me analyze what didn't work about this and what i need to change and do i need to reach out to someone for help Mm
1: -hmm. or do
2: i need to change the processes in this and try Mm -hmm. something different Mm -hmm. perhaps uh, my marketing wasn't good or i've also found that a lot of times i i tend to not do the market research ahead of time and ask my clients or customers what they really need and i just assume things (laughs) so i've learned not to do that as well but i think i think you know realizing that If you've got a problem and it's up to you to change it that's Mm -hmm. the good news is it's up to you to change it you know it's it's totally in your control so having a good mindset really takes you far and having you know just faith that things are gonna work out if you keep plugging along and keep you know trying with trial and error and -hmm. learning your lessons as you go Mm
0: -hmm.
2: that you know nothing can stop you so
0: yeah that's awesome that's awesome. That's really good because mindset I find is really key. I've been doing this for a while too now. And sometimes it's like, why am I thinking this way? And then you you snap out of it. You're like, no. <laughs>
2: right. Yes, exactly. You have to check yourself. Sometimes sure. it's easy, especially when, when you get overwhelmed or you feel like you're burning out. Yeah. It's easy to get in that you know victim mentality and start thinking, oh, why is it going like this? And then you have to realize, oh, if somebody else was saying this to me, I would, you know, tell them what was up.
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. You
2: have to do it to yourself, too. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Wow, cool. Uh, tell me, why did you decide to be a generalist?
2: Um, I think, like I said, it's because I didn't want to get bored, and I'm always loving
1: mm-hmm.
2: learning new things and learning about new industries mm-hmm. and things that I didn't even know existed.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, so... I love finding the possibilities,
1: mm-hmm.
2: in things that might not be so obvious to me. And I definitely have things that I I tend to gravitate towards. Different yeah. industries. Uh, I love health and wellness. I listen to a lot of podcasts about that. But I didn't only want to work with people like that. I wanted mm-hmm. to work with all kinds of different people. And yeah, yeah. just being able to do that has really uh, opened my horizons and kind of expanded my overall knowledge base. So, yeah, I think that probably is a personality thing. I've always been like that. I like to know a little bit about a lot of things Mm -hmm. um, and learn how to best serve those people as I go.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah, I would say that's probably what it is. It's just a personality thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like that in, in every area
1: of life.
0: Yeah. But don't you find that you get bogged down with all this information from different industries and you're like, ah, oh, it's too much information. Or how do you go about that?
2: Um, I, yes, I do. But yeah. So I guess how I try to counteract that is uh-huh. by, I try to keep my services uh, fairly tailored down.
1: Uh, So what
2: I do is rather than offer everything under the sun, I see what, what am I best at and how can I offer that to this particular topic or this particular industry? So Mm -hmm. I think that helps rather than trying to be everything to everyone. Mm -hmm. I don't mind, you know, serving the best way I can for a lot of different kinds of people or kinds of businesses, but I don't, try to do everything wow. so i guess i would say i'm more of a generalist not in that i'll do everything
0: mm-hmm. it's more
2: of i will work with anyone almost
0: <laughs> okay but but you make sure that your services are tailored to something that you're really good at then
2: correct correct yes ah.
1: so, yes
0: okay that's very really cool i love it i love it um so what advice would you give someone who's starting out in business
2: oh gosh um, don't be afraid to think outside the box or yeah. um, as Seth Godin says, be the purple cow. Um, mm-hmm. Find something that's really unique about you and, yeah. and go with that. Um, don't try to copy other people. There's a million people doing the same thing you're doing. Mm-hmm. If not, don't be afraid of that. Don't look at that as competition. Think of that as, well, there obviously must be a need for this many people, yeah. and I find that a lot in my industry, um, other virtual assistants or online business managers will worry that they're not finding clients after a month, and they start freaking out, and they say, "Why can't I find anyone? There's there's too much competition. Everybody mm-hmm. else is quoting." And it's like, no, if you're if you're really focused on what you do well, and you you reach out to people and you find how you can best serve them and Mm -hmm. you really are providing value, that's Mm -hmm. not going to happen. It's just don't get in that mindset of thinking there's too many other people doing this, so I don't have anything to offer because everyone has something unique about them that they can offer.
0: That's right. That's right. So don't be afraid to be the purple cow. I love it. I love it. Um, so anybody who comes on this show, uh, we usually require them to have something to give away. What do you have for us today?
1: Right. I
2: have a PDF guide called Mm -hmm. how to systematize your business. So I found that one of the best things that really enabled my own business to grow and how other businesses to grow is by creating standard operating procedures and systematizing and automating as much as possible. And I find that, I know when I started out and most of my clients when I start to work with them mm-hmm. just are spending way too much time on things that really they should never even look at or never even bother with. So yeah. I get in and I say, "Okay, all of these things that you have going on from yeah. acquiring a client or a new customer to keeping the client and the customer and all the work that goes in in between, you need to have systems set up for everything." So mm-hmm. this freebie I have will help people kind of analyze what they need to take a look at, find Mm -hmm. the bottlenecks maybe, or what's causing too much time in their business, Mm -hmm. and figure out how to make that better. And it'll free up a lot of time and a Mm -hmm. lot of aggravation.
0: Wow, that's a lot of value you just gave us there. I think I'm going to check it out too, myself.
1: Very good, I hope so. Yeah, it's (laughs) helped me out
0: Yeah, so anybody who's listening on the show, uh, the link will be in the show notes and you can grab that. PDF guide on how to systematize your business from Sherry and uh, it will be very very helpful So last question for you Sherry. Uh, what three advices would you give yourself five years from now? So imagine you yourself five years from now and looking down right now and you say you you're going to give yourself advice now
2: Okay, I would say uh, number one. Don't mm-hmm. be afraid to change courses or do something different find a lot of times I can get bogged down in what I'm good at and what I'm used to. Yeah. And that's not a good way to grow. Um, So I would tell myself, yeah, go ahead and try something that totally out of your comfort zone and go for it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And and see if you can maybe pull the two together, you know, obviously everyone has specific talents and hopefully they're using them right now in their business, but there's nothing wrong with just totally going off on a different tangent and maybe connecting the two and see how you can maybe even provide a new service. Um, So that would be number one. Number two, I would say don't be afraid to uh, get a coach. (laughs) Ah. Um. That's another thing I've found myself kind of dragging my feet on Yeah. Um, feeling like maybe I already know what's best, but I know that that's not the case. And the more I even talk to people online who have different perspectives than me or mm-hmm. who are several years ahead of me, mm-hmm. uh, the more I learn. So I would definitely tell myself to get a coach and maybe a different one. You know, I've had a few coaches before, but maybe in a, in a different industry rather than a business coach, maybe, Get a life coach. Yeah. Um, you never know, you know, branch out and try something else. And then number three, I uh-huh. would say hire more people. <laughs> oh. And that's been uh, last year I hired my own virtual assistant wow. to basically do a lot of the stuff that I was doing in my own business to market. Yeah. So they want facing my clients, mm-hmm. um, but I know in the next couple of years and certainly five years from now, mm-hmm. I want to be able to offer a lot more for clients and I probably will have subcontractors under me doing basically what I'm doing now, but for each of my clients, kind of one-on-one rather than a, than a team effort. Mm-hmm. So I would assign one virtual assistant per client and try to have them specialize in all sorts of different things.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So I would branch out in that way by doing that.
0: Wow. That, that's awesome. I love it. Don't be afraid to change course. Don't be afraid to get a coach and then hire more people. That's powerful. Uh, lots of people don't do that these days, but uh, I think that's very, very key. Those keys are very powerful if you do apply them right uh, yeah that's really good uh so any last advice or uh anything like that that you would like to share with us sherry
2: oh gosh i just want to encourage people who are just starting out to not give up and don't lose hope if you're not getting traction right away Mm -hmm. i know my first year was kind of slow going but once I really got into a good system of things, once I started kind of clarifying my vision for my company mm-hmm. and I stuck it out, it really took off after that first year. So if you're, if you're in your first year, it can get tedious and it can get frustrating, mm-hmm. but just try to stay the course and realize that as time goes on, if you keep at it and you, you, you know your mission, you know how you serve, you know who you want to serve. Uh, things will definitely get better don't give
0: up (laughs) yeah wow thank you so much sherry um thank you for having uh for coming on the show and if anybody's listening please share the episode and bless other people and if you want to get that pdf the link will be in the show notes and uh, you'll be able to go through that and make your business better Well, thank you so much, Sherry. And um, yeah, any last words?
2: Nope, that's it. Just thank you. And I'm excited to be on the podcast.
0: (laughs) Perfect. That's good. Thank you so much, everybody. And uh, see you next time.